Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning into the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. Sit back and enjoy inspirational interviews with Christian fiction and nonfiction authors from around the world who are on fire for God and committed to using writing as a ministry tool. Feel free to follow our show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Christian Authors on Tour or like our Facebook page, the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. Good afternoon or good morning or good evening, depending on what time you're listening to this. If you're listening live, it is July 15th, and if you're on the East Coast, the fabulous East Coast of the United States. It is 2 p.m. And listen, this is one of your co-hosts, Lynn Pender. I am so excited that you've tuned into the Christian Office on Tour CAOT Blog Talk Radio Show. And guess what? It's Third Friday. So you know what that means. The gang is all here. Mitzi Carasquillo, <laughs> Dr. Leroy McKenzie, Jr. How are you all doing? <laughs> We're Doing good, yay! The game's all here. I know, right? <laughs> yes, and and look, we're bringing the energy too. We bring, we're we're bringing it. We're bringing it on this beautiful day. Is it is it a gorgeous day there in Boston too, Mitzi? Oh yeah, it's just really nice today. I think it's supposed to get up to like ninety. And, I mean, those days, we just revel in it. (laughs) I love it. I know everyone don't love it hazy, hot, and humid, but I love it hazy, hot, and humid. (laughs) Hey, Leroy, I think we got a little bit of a retrieve in Baltimore, Maryland, because it's like high 80s today. I mean, it is absolutely gorgeous outside. Have you been out? No, yeah. I haven't had a chance to go out, but I will after the after after the the podcast. I'll certainly will be tracking out. It is like you said. It is one of those days you just want to be out. No, actually, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lynn. I have been out. I went out this morning oh. for my hour walk. I went out for my walk. Oh right. Well, I forgot about that. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get that walk in. That's right. Got to yeah. get that walk in. I was just telling Mitzi that I've started um, going to the pool in the morning um to Uh yeah and and we were laughing because i said i'm not that that good of a swimmer i said i don't really spend a lot of time swimming but i float and i do my exercise (laughs) (laughs) i tell you i tell you what they said swimming is actually one of the the um fastest ways or best ways to get you in shape because you use all Mm -hmm. of your muscles and when you're swimming Yeah, yeah, they yeah. yeah. really do. Yeah, it it is definitely a good way to um to to exercise. It's a good good way to exercise. Um, and good way to so that's cool. That's really good. That's good. Well, I'm excited. It feels good. And I was laughing with Missy. I said, I can tell when I don't go. <laughs> it's a struggle because I go really early in the morning. I try to get there like at about 6 or 6.30 in the morning, and it is a struggle. Like when I walked in the door this morning, the young lady said, mm, you having a bad morning? I said, no, it's just, a, it's just a struggle. It's just tough to get here. And when I was leaving out, she said, oh, you're all smiles. I said, yeah, coming here makes me feel better. It's just getting here. <laughs> 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 
Because you, I mean, you, you do that that getting up, especially you. You, you better yes. get up because you got to get up at least by what five thirty, five five thirty to get you know yes. like, to, to be at the to be at the pool by six. So, you know <laughs> it, that's, that's that's tough because I go out right. like I, I've been going out for the past for the past three weeks now, almost going on four weeks because one of my um, business associates who's a fitness trainer, she had this challenge. Oh. She had this five week challenge. And and I've been wanting to get out and walk anyway, so this was kind of like my thing to get me going, um, and, and everything. Okay. And she she told people yeah, she wanted people to walk for thirty minutes a day. She was just like walk for thirty minutes, and I knew the way I was going to be walking would take me an hour. That's thirty minutes up and thirty minutes back. So I was like, cool, that's really good. It'll get me back going. And I've been trying. I've been doing it. I don't say trying. I've been doing it um, five days a week. She was like five days a week doing that. And I was just like, all right, cool. This will get me going. That, but to get going because my body felt it the first and second week of it. Trust and believe. It was like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know. But but you're right. Those days getting up, it's just like, all right, okay. But. Once I came, once I started walking, I, you can't listen to music or at the pool. But but I listen to my to my music as I'm walking, and I got my you know yeah. whatever I feel like is gonna motivate me that day. I put, I listen to right. it, and it just gets me going. And I can't tell you, and I don't know if this works for you, Lynn, or not. But my mind just feels has felt so much clearer. It really it yeah. really has. Just kind of think, you know, because I do a lot of thinking, but you're kind of getting all of those thoughts out and everything like that. So it's been really good. It's really good. And you do come yes. back feeling, feeling better than when you first started. I will say that. <laughs> That's right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I agree. I agree. Well, listen, we are set to just kind of share today about something that I think we all have in common, that we all love, Christian books, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so we're going to be talking a little bit about some of our favorite Christian books. And for our listening audience, um, thank you for tuning in to the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. If you want to call in and chime into the conversation and let us know what's your favorite Christian book, you can call 563-999-3025. That's 563-999-3025. So I have to put it out there on the floor. Who's going to go first? What What are some of your favorite Christian books? I, I, can't, I couldn't do just one. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Pringles. But ladies first, so y'all, y'all, can, you know, y'all can go first. <laughs> He said, that's like Pringles. I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Can't have this one. <laughs> well, you know, I, I have to start off, you know, I have to start off with the Bible, you know, because the Bible got 66 different distinct books. <laughs> that you could that you could really dig into, but I think my favorite, and even with with choosing a Bible, I couldn't even just choose one book of the Bible. I had to. I'm torn between Psalms, the Book of Psalms, and I'm, I'm and and I'm torn between um, Psalms and Hebrews. And, and but my favorite 
But look, my favorite chapter of Hebrews is 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 eleven. But if I had to choose between those two books, I'm just not sure which one I would choose. I'm just gonna put those two out there first. <laughs> I think well, we can't start talking about books without talking about the greatest book of all, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and I know for me, of course, with the Bible, my, my, other than uh, Psalms, mine is Proverbs. Mine is Proverbs. Mm. Um, right after Psalms, because Psalms just takes you on this journey. The whole, I mean, it's got ups, downs, ins, outs, upside down. <laughs> all of that. All of I just enjoy reading it. But then with Proverbs, Proverbs, is, is, is I, I take it as a lot of wisdom. You, it's so much mm-hmm. that I've been able to that I see even going what, what's going on today. When you read when yeah. I read the book of Proverbs, I'm like, ooh, that sounds just like you know, kind of what's going on right now, a little bit like that, and everything like that. So those mm-hmm. are my two favorite mm-hmm. uh, books in the in the Bible. Yes, I know we all have that with, you know, the Bible. That's why we're here. <laughs> you know, that yeah. is our favorite book it's like, because that's what, you know, gives us our strength and keeps us moving. I know my yeah. favorite chapter uh the book of Jeremiah um, mm-hmm. because I remember uh, when I wasn't saved, um, yeah, it yeah. seems like Thank I would always run into, into yeah. people yeah. and they would, minister yeah. that to me mm-hmm. and it made mm. no sense to me at that time you know really I didn't want to hear it if I be honest you know I wasn't ready for what God was ready to do with me in my life so that was always my favorite book and like you said too Leroy the book of Proverbs because um, for the wisdom for the knowing when I don't know and yeah. the learning and teaching so those are my favorite. Yes. 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 Love it. Yes. Love it. 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 Love you know, secular books, Christian books. You know, I've, I've you know I've even read a few other books from other religions. I just love to read, but I love Christian books more so than anything else because I love to see how creative the authors are in sharing mm-hmm. the wisdom and the truth of God's word, whether it's fiction or nonfiction devotionals. I, I just love the creativity. And so there's a Christian fiction author and, and, and I had never heard of this author. One of one of our fellow CAO team members, um, we call it Doctor A. Uh Doctor Andrea um is it Andrea Wilson? Um we we always call her Doctor A. She told me she sent me a book in the mail by Francine Rivers called Redeeming Love. And I think they've just recently turned that into a movie. And I I love that book and, and what it did was it got me excited about the author. So I just went and started looking for all of her different books and there's one book that I found that is probably my all time favorite. Now I love Redeeming Love by Francine 
Smoking Rivers. But my favorite, I think, Christian fiction book that I've read so far by her is called The Last Sin Eater. Mm. It's called The mm. Last Sin Eater. And, and and it was just so powerful. Um, it it, <laughs> it 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 wasn't even anything close to what I imagined, um, but it was it was just a powerful read. And so I encourage you all if you like to read, if you like to you know get outside of your comfort zone, The Last Sin Eater by Francine Rivers is a good one. <laughs> oh, that, wow, that sounds good. That sounds really good. Yes. It, it, well, you want to go leave? Where do you want me to go? No, go ahead. Go ahead um, let's... Well, the, the, one of the books that helped me the most, I remember when I finished writing my book, um, and that was in 2006, In Jesus' Name, Please Don't Touch Me There. You know how, I don't know if you guys have experienced this, when you finish your book, is written, it's out there, then you begin to feel that fear and that guilt and, oh, my gosh, like my story is out here, you know, it, it it's out here to help others, and now, you know, you have that, I remember having that, um, kind of that fear of, uh, that judgment fear, right, that, you know, that God has already um, brought me through, but just a that natural part. And I remember uh, when Creflo Dollar was promoting his book, The Eight Steps to Create the Life You Want. And mm. he was on tour. Uh, he did a book signing in uh, the Bonds and Nobles in PG County. And I remember I went um, to get to get the book and get it signed. And that book is what helped it helped me. It showed me that um, that God had like a, a destiny for me, and that it taught about um, overcoming fear. It talked about giving peace, um, having confidence. Because you know, you think after you've already done the book, you have all this confidence, but you still had to be able to to walk those things out at the same time and. And it also gave me a different way of thinking, think, you know, to change my thinking, to uh, to think better, to be able to, like, change my life by how I think, you know, to manifest it. So that was one of the books um, that really helped me. And I remember <laughs> when I was there, because I had such a um, – had such a uh, – I always look at him as uh, the man of God that really helped change my life when I was going through depression. And um, it it was just so surreal that here it is another part of the life changing um, and being able to meet him. I, I have... I think I have a couple of pictures, and they are so ugly because <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> I, looked, I couldn't even stand. It was like feeling his anointing, and I was sharing with him how much he helped my life. And, and my husband was snapping away in those pictures. <laughs> oh, boy. You know how Oprah talked about her ugly cry. You know? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, I just love it. Like, and that book was it was the eight steps to create the life you want, and um, that was a really good book for to build me to that second book to help build me up until having the confidence and the self esteem even more to be able to carry out the journey that God has set before me. Amen. I love that. Amen. I love that. I love that. Um, well, I'm going I'm to give y'all a, a fiction book um, for this one. Um, and, Lynn, thank you for doing this because this is this is really great. Because, And I don't know if you all um, are doing this or not, but they said that the average person only reads one book a year, right? Mm. Um, my goal this year is to read 30, is to read 30 books. So, and it, and it came from gentleman I saw on YouTube, and he was saying if you read 20 pages a day, so if you read 20 pages a day, you'll read an average of 30 books in a year. So to our audience that's listening, um, I'm going to challenge you to read 20 pages a day. Whatever, you know, the books, some of the books you can take from the suggestions that we're giving here today, grab a book. You can go to the library. Go to the library. Um, doesn't cost you a thing. Doesn't cost you anything but a library card. You can check out any book, um, and I say the library is the richest place on the planet. You know how they used to say the graveyard yes. is the richest place. On the yes. But I say the library because the I library is, is, is where is yes. where ideas go to live. They talk about the graveyard is where ideas go to die, but the library lives on. Your your ideas live on forever. You know yes. when you put in. You know, so go to the library. You can go to the library and check out a book. But um, my book is is called is um, the title of it is a time to remember. And and I don't know if if Theo is a part of the CAOT or not, but it's, it's the author's name is Theodore Crawford. This book mm. is absolutely it is one of the best fiction books that I've read. Let me tell you the premise. I'm just going to give you an overview of the book. The book is about these two brothers who are separated and adopted at birth. Right. One is raised here in Baltimore because he's from Baltimore. <laughs> um, and then the, his, the, the brother is adopted by this uh, Asian family. So he's raised over in Asia. The, uh, and they don't find out about each other until um, they, they get noticed that their father is, um, has passed away. So they find out about each other at that time. Um, the one brother that's raised over in Asia, he is a um, he is a an assassin. The brother that's here has a family life and and um, living a corporate life and everything like that. But they come together in the meeting because of their father passing away. But they find out that their father didn't pass away; he was murdered. So the story is about them figuring out trying to figure out, or the the one main brother, the one that was assassin, he's the one that really won't let it go, um, to find out the stories about them finding out who killed their father. And it winds up being one of these, I mean, it's a suspense thriller. It's a movie. Um, I, I truly believe it is going to be, I don't care if it's a small screen, big screen, but it has the elements of a great story. It keeps you, it's a page turner because you're trying to figure out what's going to happen next. next. And even 
uh, there's even a story within the story because you have kind of the main characters, which are the two brothers, but then you have um, kind of like sub characters. Um, and it like the the wife of the wife of the of the one brother, um, the the sister, and it's a couple of different things that are going on within the within the story that keep you moving and going. <clears throat> um, but it's just an it's an excellent read, and and here's the thing that he did purposely being a Christian author. There's there's nothing there's no kind of of um uh, uh uh you know kind of uh sexual scenes or any writings or anything like that there's no cursing it's a good read for anyone that from a I would say anywhere from you know fifteen maybe a fifteen sixteen on up that would enjoy this type of book and and it, it is just a phenomenal suspense thriller which we aren't. Uh, um, in when it comes to us as writers, and um, and I just love telling everybody about that book because it's it's one of the best books that I've that I've ever that I've read, and I keep telling him, uh, telling him, and telling him because of of what I thought the sto- how the story was, and and um and how he created these characters and everything like that. So that's my my one fiction book. I love it. Oh, I, love I love it. it. Wow, I want to watch the movie now, Leroy. You can start oh, that into existence, right, Justin? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that sounds like something that would be at the, like, the cons festival or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it, really, it really is. It truly, to me, it truly is. When I think about movies, and I think you think about the formulas that they use for a good, you know, a good story. To me, that mm-hmm. that 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 is actually it. That I, I really see that. I've seen that in um in that particular book, in that fiction book. Oh wow! Wow! Well, do we have that author book to He's not part of Christian Authors on Tour, so we're going to have to, um, Leroy, when we get up and running next year in 2023, make sure you share, you know, some information with yeah. him so we can get him on board. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. He needs to be on the list. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes, and maybe we can get him in for an interview, too. Yeah, that would be really nice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. That would be cool. So speaking of Baltimore, um, in terms of nonfiction, probably one of my favorite uh, books, this um, author, he's a bishop, actually. He's no longer based in Baltimore, but during the time he wrote this book, he was um, a pastor at a local uh, AME church here in Baltimore. And the name of the book is called The Nehemiah Plan, Preparing the Church to Rebuild Broken Lives. And what I love about this book, and I'm just going to read what it says on the back. It says, a carefully devised prescription for rebuilding the lives of people and preparing and encouraging them to become warriors for Christ. (laughs) I love that. I love that. And is he uses scripture as a way to get people thinking about their own personal actions and how to um, how to make a difference. And then he has um, at the end of each chapter, he has these review and application questions. 
that cause you to think more broadly about the word and how it applies to your life, but also in terms of how your church can be more bold, you know, and and, 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 and what kinds of ways that you can show your boldness as a church community. I, I love it. I love it. And this book is really old, but, you know, it's one of those books where, where, where the, the message is really timeless. What's the what's the author's name again, Blue? Frank M. Reed the Third. <laughs> Bishop <laughs> Bishop Frank M. Reed the Third. Hey, hold on. It's called the Nehemiah Plan, right? Yep, it's called the Nehemiah Plan, and um, the tagline is uh, "Preparing the Church to Rebuild Broken Lives." Gotcha. And, okay. And, okay. Yeah, and it says the book is a challenge to the church to teach the people that by loving God, they will be empowered to rebuild the brokenness in their lives and can then move outside the walls of their churches to rebuild the lives of others. Woo! Wow. Wow. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, that that's definitely. Um, of course, I'm like, wait a minute, that's not, it sounded kind of familiar. So, okay, okay, uh-huh. okay. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> wow. And, and you know, time always flies. We it's it's about two twenty five. We probably have about maybe five more minutes before we close out. Um, do you all have like any just like like burning passion titles that you want to share with the listening audience? <laughs> um, no. I, I know I do. I'm going to give you two really quick ones, and and this was a phenomenal okay. book, and this is for for leaders. One is um, uh, John Maxwell's book, uh, and mm-hmm. it just it is one of the best books I've read this year. Um, it's called um, Everyone Communicates, Few Connect. It is. Oh. I mean, it was. Yeah. Wow. Well, say that again. Yeah. Everyone communicates. Few connect. Wow. Yeah, and it's about connecting with, as, as leaders, connecting with people. And just people connecting with other people, you know, being able to connect with people. I, I swear it's been one of the best books that I've read this year, um, and I absolutely love it. I love it. I love it. Love it. Um, and then the other, one, the other one, he has two books, um, but I'll give you the first one. His name is... Um, uh, is is um, Bob Wallace. He actually ran. I don't know if you're familiar with him or not, Lynn, but he ran for uh, mayor here. But his name is is um, Robert Wallace. Um, mm. But he has, yeah, he has um, uh, the one book is called Black Wealth, um, and where did I put it? Uh, Black Wealth, and the tagline is um, the road to small business uh, su- small business success. And then the other one he has is called the Sesse Principles. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, Guidelines for Creating Wealth Through Faith. That's the second book. That's two of the books that he has. Um, but those, oh. those are two, I think, two good um, uh, good books, I think, for, for those that are entrepreneurs, that are business-minded uh, and everything like that, because everything that he does, he's very successful. Um, he does um, Christian-based businesses, Christian-based uh, success building wealth through, through Christian-based principles. 
Yes, I do remember. I do. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that. And um, listen, yeah, yeah, I would encourage our listening audience to listen. I I I agree with um you know I I want to support Christian authors and and have have you go out and buy books but listen we know that it's tough times for everybody and if you can't afford to buy a book don't let that stop you I agree with Leroy a hundred percent go to the library you know and what I love at least the library here in Baltimore they give you a, 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 a electronic library card where you could go online and download uh, e-copies of e-books and I'm I'm well, I really audio books right now and so I've been downloading audio books and listening to audio books you know wow. <laughs> don't let really that, don't yes. let financial hard times stop you <laughs> yes. Yes. Here's a tip too, Lynn, because I've gotten into audio books too. I, I like to turn the pages, but I've gotten into reading some audio books. But if you go on to YouTube, there's also audio books available. Some audio books are available on YouTube as well, where you can just listen to them through YouTube. Um, it, it's a it's a good easy way. There may be you know some of them that are three hours, anywhere from three hours. I think the longest one I've seen was like ten hours, but you don't have to listen to it in one sitting, but you can listen to it at your leisure, and you'll be able to you know you can actually just remember where you where you stopped off at. But you know, but you can listen to the audio books as well, which may be a lot easier for people too, a lot easier to listen to it. Oh than, yes, than if you have a long movie. drive or something, yes, yeah. yeah Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, gang, that's a wrap for us today. It's always good checking in with you all third Fridays. I love you all. I can't oh wait. No. <laughs> Look, we go yeah, back we, next we year. Have God, willing, <laughs> God willing, we'll be having some face-to-face opportunities and and missy listen you and your husband are showing those hot dogs listen we're going to get together and we're going to schedule an event for boston next year so that your husband can come out and do the food for us i can't wait so just know that telephone call is coming okay (laughs) and he would love it too are you kidding Yes. Well, listen, you all, you have a wonderful rest of the day. Yes. Have a great weekend, weekend, y'all. Yes. Thank you. And to our listening audience, it's always a pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to the Christian Authors on Tour blog talk radio show. We air the first, the third, and the fifth Friday of every month. Until next time, God bless. 